We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everybody, I'm Sophie, he's Mike, and she's Brenda, and welcome to On the Road with Mickey. If you're returning for another adventure with us, welcome back. We are so glad you have returned safely. And if this is your first episode with us and you're new here, welcome. It's so nice to meet you, and I'm going to show you the reins today. First up, we have our cheddar from the Big Cheese, which is basically our Disney news snippets. And then after that, we have our feature topic, which is what we talk about for most of the episode. And then after that, we have our This Day in Disney History, brought to you by me. And after that is our game of Who's Who. And that is brought to you by Mike, my dad. A oh, fair warning, I'm almost never wrong when it comes to this game. I almost always win it. And then after that... Brenda will be giving us a quote from the big man himself, Walt Disney, and it's just going to be amazing. So buckle up, keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the car at all times, make sure you're safe, fasten your seatbelts, all that good stuff, and we will see you on the road. It's time to get going. Let's go! Hey everyone, I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi, everyone. And that fourth one there, that's Grogu. Wave to us, Grogu. Good job, buddy. And we are all on the road with Mickey. Mm-hmm. This is Season 2, Episode 21 for May 24th, 2021. And our feature topic this week is underappreciated at Disney. And our thought process is what attraction, ride, um, ride and attraction kind of go to the same thing. Um, resort, dessert, dining, whatever. What is underappreciated at Disney? What is something that doesn't get enough love? You know, that's the that's the end game here. Is what is something that you should be looking out for next time you're there? And that's our feature topic. But before we get started, we have some cheddar from the big cheese and Brenda. I'm going to let you start us off. Oh, my goodness. Well, my cheese is for 2022, actually, and it is the, it's regarding the Disney Skyliner. It will be closed from January 23rd through January 28th, 2022, between Epcot International Gateway, Disney's Riviera Resort, and Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. During this time, Disney's bus transporta transportation will be provided for guests to Epcot Friendship Boat Service is available to Epcot Hollywood Studios, Disney's Boardwalk Resort, and Disney's Yacht and Beach Club Resorts. Yeah. yeah. And originally, originally they were, it looked like they were closing it the whole thing. Um, but I think they've adjusted that. But stay tuned because, you know, who knows? Maybe it'll change down the road. Um, That's right. Because it's, it's several months until this closure happens. But they're letting everybody know early. Because people That's a good love thing. the Skyliner. Golly. Yeah, and I did have guests change their trip because they were supposed to be there during that time, and they moved their trip up so they would have access to the Skyliner. Yeah. So it's really Thankfully, important that they release it early. 
thankfully it's only going to be for five days. Yeah. But yes, when you're at Disney, five to seven days is generally the duration of your trip. So for people, five days may not seem like a lot, but it can be someone's entire trip that they're there and the Skyliner won't be open. Did they ask, did they say why is it for maintenance or? They didn't say why, but I'm presuming it's just some sort of little small maintenance thing they're doing. Yeah. All right. Maybe they're adding new carts onto it, but that remains to be seen. Anyway, speaking of Hollywood Studios, Disney has relocated the areas where ride-sharing services pick up and drop off from at Hollywood Studios. Which is basically saying carpool. That's what I call rideshare, carpool. And during, but equally intriguing, is that they have also installed minivan signs in the same area. And for those of you who have not heard of minivans, it's not the regular M-I-N-I van. It is mini mouse vans. They are the polka dotted vehicles that you can hire through the Lyft service. And it looks like they are returning, although we don't know just when. Yeah. I mean, preparing. I know. That's kind of exciting because they were there and they were so popular. And then all of a sudden they just stopped it. And, yeah. and now putting those signs up, that really says that they're bringing them back. Yep. And it brings some more relevance to this joke. What's Mickey's favorite way to travel? Minivan. Minivan. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Very good. That's like a dad joke. I can't believe I laughed at that. <laughs> well, hey, we gotta have some humor, even if it's horrible humor. Anyway, yeah, it your was turn. Good humor. Wasn't that bad. It was good humor. My jags are worse. <laughs> um, you know, over. I just read that Disney has released a new offer for United Kingdom residents. The package includes up to $950 in Disney dining credits for guests staying two weeks at select Disney hotels. Also included are 14-day park tickets for the price of seven-day tickets for arrival dates in 2022. Memory Maker is also included with those tickets, and every booking will receive a $200 Disney gift card. And finally, if a UK resident books by July 17th, 2021, in select Disney hotels, you'll receive a free celebration gift basket, which contains a limited edition 50th anniversary commemorative coin, exclusive Disney merch and treats, and a Mickey insulated cooler bag. And you know, that that's kind of huge because it shows that Disney is putting a lot to a promotion to try and get the international guests to come back to Disney. Um, and they're thinking that 2022 will be when they're able to do so. Don't you think Brenda? That's what it sounds like. I, I'm like, where can I get that promotion <laughs> for me? <laughs> I don't know about you, daddy, but I'm, the UK is starting to look like a really good place to move to. <laughs> I'll keep my know. thoughts about this whole deal to myself. Just, okay. Just behave. I'll just behave. Mm, okay. okay. All and right. Then, and then lastly, um, from June 7th to 12th, 
the Magic Kingdom's Big Thunder Mountain Railroad will be closing for a short refurbishment. And it's like what you said earlier, Sophie, about the Skyliner. Mm-hmm. It's only five days, but, you know, that impacts two of my clients for their trips, you know. And so it's only five days, but it's it's still impactful for a lot of guests. Yeah. So it's kind of a shame. but Well, it needs to happen. It's for the 50th. I know, but still. Yep. Still impacts them. Um, Anyway, just a reminder, connect with us through all of our social media, Facebook group, YouTube channel, Instagram, email, um, our phone voicemail. Just check the show notes for all those ways. And that is all the cheddar from the big cheese I have. Ladies, do you have any other? I do not, no. Can't think of anything else. Okay. Well, then that leads us to our feature topic, underappreciated at Disney. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing, like I said, is um, we want to know what's underappreciated. What do you feel is underappreciated at Disney? What's something that people just skip by, don't think about, don't realize it's there, um, are in too big a hurry to go see something else? You know, what gets overlooked at Disney? And I have some, um, and I thought I would start us off. Is that okay? Yeah. Sounds great. That sounds good. Okay. Well, I think some of these are things that may not be as underappreciated now that we're coming out of COVID as they were pre-COVID. And for me, one of the case in points is... The piano player outside of Casey's. You know, he every now and again, you'd be able to to hear him perform on the player piano. I think it's a player piano. Um, and he would play some, just some great tunes. And it would just be a great little, you know, it was it's like it was almost like it was meant to be there. And it's so reminiscent of what would happen on a main street in some small town, you know, and and I but I think a lot of times people would just keep going on by or maybe glance at him for a moment and then just keep walking. Um, But I always thought it was kind of fun to kind of stop for a few minutes and listen to a show, you know, so I feel like the piano player over by Casey's was kind of underappreciated what about you guys what do you think you're definitely right daddy that was severely underappreciated because i had no idea that was even there really yeah oh wow i had never stopped to listen to that okay well i thought we had or i thought you were there when we had but i was probably taking pictures of the castle probably (laughs) yeah like the one behind you maybe Maybe. <laughs> All right. That was a good one. Thank you. Who's going next? Miss Brenda? Well, my, actually, my three um, underappreciated attractions are all attractions. So I didn't go outside of attractions. I tried to think of the ones that I feel like are underappreciated. And, you know, Tower of Terror to me is underappreciated, but I'm not going to talk about that one. <laughs> but <laughs> the first see. one I wanted to talk about was Walt Disney One Man's Dream because 
Mm-hmm. I consistently see people walking on by that. And I mean, there is just so much nostalgia, so much history in there. I mean, you can hear the man's voice in there. You know, they have the recording of Walt talking about things he overcame. And I mean, there's so much, there's, there's the uh, the Oscars that he won for Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. There's all the mock-ups of the Disneyland parks and, and everything mm-hmm. before they were created. It's just so full of history. And then there's yeah. a movie in the back that they did on his life that's uh, narrated by Julie Andrews, and it's really good. And the like to walk through One Man's Dream takes, you know, maybe 15 minutes or so. And then the movie takes 15 minutes. But it's just such a big part of everything and I know that I've often heard that there are children you know nowadays that don't know that Walt Disney was an actual person they know Disney World but they don't know that Walt Disney was a person and I just feel like that attraction is just so necessary and I'm so glad it's there and I hope it always stays there yeah yeah and you know what you're right um we 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 being Cindy and myself and my mom walked through it because um, Sophie went with the Fretzes when we went to when they went to ride um, Slinky Dog Dash and my mom's not into the roller coaster so we're like hey let's go check out One Man's Dream and yeah. so we did and but you're right it's something that I hadn't been in there in so long like probably three, four years that you, you kind of forget about it or you think that it's never changing because it's a museum. So it never changes, but really it had things in there that weren't there last time. And so, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it totally gets underappreciated because it's so close to the toy story land and it's so close to the bigger name attractions that people are like, Oh, we got to make that line. You know, yeah, yeah, and I know during not like right now because of COVID, it's not going on. But for a while before COVID, the um, the meet and greet for Star Lord and Groot were in the back of that, so you had to go through it to get to the meet and greet for Star Lord and Groot from uh, Galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and so that was another reason to go in there. But it's just it's just a really great place. I really appreciate everything in there. So. Yeah, I'd like people to check yeah. it out. Especially check it kids out, people. Need, kids need inspirational things. They need to know that people have struggled and they still overcame and they still were successful and did great. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So that's my number one. Or All one right. of three. <laughs> well, my number three, actually, I don't think I have any actual rides on my list. This one is an attraction of sorts, but it's more like, I wouldn't even call it a show. And what it is, it is the Epcot Pixar Film Festival. And what you see there is you go into this theater and it will show you three short films that precede three of the feature length films that Pixar has released. and. The short films, they are not underappreciated that much, 
but they are underappreciated a bit. You can't find them very easily when you want to go back and watch them. Like, yes, they they come on YouTube, but the quality isn't always that good. Mm -hmm. And they aren't, they don't have their own DVD release like some of the Pixar films do. They either come with the film and you have to like go through a bunch of hoops with a menu to find them or they're just not there. Right. So it's really nice that you can go to this place in Disney World and you can sit down in a cool dark room and watch them as if you're watching them on the big screen again and they make the quality, they bump it up so you can enjoy it and an even better experience than you did in the theaters and I just love it so much and it's right. hidden away nobody really yeah. finds it yeah yep. you know and that's kind of um, and in my opinion that happens a lot with the pavilions because you think of one you think of like in, in imagination pavilion you think of journey into imagination with figment right and yeah. so you think of that attraction and you totally forget that there's this or you remember from when you were there 10 years ago and it was captain eo and you're like who wants to see that yeah. and so you so you don't even think about the fact that it's been replaced so yeah you're right sophie there's yeah. just yeah. it's it's right there and it's right walk by yeah yeah <laughs> so so good call good Sophie. One. good one mm -hmm. and that kind of leads me to my number two choice and um this is over at animal kingdom park and i guess you would call it an attraction um it's more like a pavilion for me um, and what I'm referring to is the conservation station. And I don't know. What do you guys think? Is it underappreciated? I think so. Yes, I would agree. So I would agree. I lot. think so. And I think for me anyway, in this, in this, this guy's mind, I always think about how my main thought of it is that you go there and you're seeing, um, you know, like cast members doing tests on different things, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, it, to me, it seems kind of, kind of, I won't say boring, but not, not as exciting, you know. But if you think about it now, at least, um, it's not just that kind of environment. You've also got the area where you can they've got like a petting zoo, zoo or used to have um they've got the the um new animation experience where you can do the drawing that they you know used to be over at hollywood studios is now over here right. and mm -hmm. um and you know um the train ride rafiki's planet watch train ride yeah. um it's kind of cool it's kind of cool and it takes you over and you see where some of the pens are that some of the animals get get housed at at night. So, yeah. so it's kind of there's a lot to it and 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 it's it's got a lot going on as far as things to see and do, you know. Yes. So so but I it's think worth. I think people are either like I don't want to wait for the train or we've got these other things to do and and on and on and on. And so 
it kind of loses its luster and in the in the course of that it yeah. it it people starts talking about how animal kingdom is a half day park when really there's a lot of things to do that could fill up the rest of that time and make it no longer a half day park yeah so it's kind of cool to ride to a train fair. that faces only one way I mean, yeah. it's, you know, it's neat. It faces only one way. And really, they get a lot of people on that train. So even if the line looks long, mm-hmm. they get a lot of people on there. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, though, one of the reasons why Animal Kingdom can seem like a half-day park is because it just gets so hot there. It is yeah. boiling. In the summertime, it is. It's like a greenhouse. Yeah. But in and the that, in the fall and winter it's it's better. <laughs> so yeah. there, here's a tip for you, everyone listening. You know, go to the conservation station because it's indoors and air conditioned. So if you're yeah. really hot, then go over there, cool off inside and and enjoy and then relax for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then go brave the heat again as you head back to your car <laughs> or the bus. Yeah. Yeah. And kids <laughs> love a petting zoo. I mean, that's fun. Yeah, me, I really liked it because what you said they were doing tests on, Daddy, they were actually, I think, caring for different animals that they have housed there Mm -hmm. because it's almost like an animal hospital as well as an attraction. It is literally an animal hospital. It is a recognized animal hospital. Okay, yeah. And me, I always found that to be awesome, but yes. when compared with the rest of Disney, I can see how someone would consider that boring. Yeah. So anyway, that's I number that's two a good on one. my list. That's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you, Brenda. You're what welcome. do you have on your My list? next attraction is also an attraction. <laughs> it is, for the first time in forever, a Frozen sing-along celebration. Oh. I... I don't think y'all have seen the Frozen show, have you? I've no. seen little clips of it on TikTok <laughs> when the um, people up on the stage used to interact with the audience. Yeah, there was this one video where it was like they were singing in summer with Olaf. Winter's a good time to stay in and cuddle, but put me in summer and I'll be out. And one of the audience members yelled out, Puddle! Yeah. And the cast member just looked at her like, Yep, yep. You disgust me. <laughs> well, that is commonplace for that show because when the show opens, Princess Anna is looking for Queen Elsa. And then to like keep the audience entertained while she goes around to find her, she introduces the official Arendelle historians who have the whole story of Frozen wrong. <laughs> and they're hilarious. Oh, and they play off the audience so well. I mean, it is so funny. I love that show. And so, you know, it's great for kids because they also have like the words to the song. They have the lyrics up there yeah. when the songs come up. But some of the some of the comedy is well above kids' heads. It's meant for adults. And it's hilarious. Oh. So if you have not seen it, you really need to see the show. And then when it comes around to holiday time, like, you know, around Christmas time, they change the show to be holiday themed. And it's just as funny. And it's really, it's really, really good. Plus, let's not forget there's extra magic that happens in that show. Like things that come from the ceiling, from the sides. You know, it's magic. Okay. So it's really a good 
a really a good show. I recommend it to everyone. I love it. We see it every single time we go. Awesome. That's awesome. Wow. You know, we've never seen it. And I'll tell you, the reason we've never seen it is because, because you took me to see when, Frozen like nine times in the theater. I was going to say that. <laughs> but it's not the Frozen movie. It's they skew it to to be yeah. wrong. And the yeah. things they say are hilarious. Is but it kind yeah, of like the did. Beauty and the Beast sing along over in France where it was from LeFou's point of view? Uh, sort of, kind of. Maybe, I guess, if you think about, you know, Wicked and, you know, how a lot of shows are like from another perspective. This is just they, they're the historians that have their facts a little, one of them uh, knows, one of them has it mixed up. So they're, they banter back and forth and they're just <laughs> hilarious. Okay. Well, we're going to have to go see that now. We are. We are. And oh, that, but so that's why we, we haven't seen it is because we, I did take them to see it like eight or nine times. Nine. Tenth time's the charm. It's a good show. It is a I great mean, the movie. The movie's great, and the attraction is great. Okay. Yes. So you heard it here first, people. Yeah. Brenda gives it two thumbs up. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Mike did, and I haven't seen it, but Brenda's not giving <laughs> thumbs up, evidently. <laughs> oh, Sophie, it's your turn. All right, well... My number two, and I specifically put a restaurant in this one, but I'm going to say most of the park that the restaurant is in. Ever since Galaxy's Edge and Mickey's Runaway Railway came to Hollywood Studios, the rest of the park, especially on the left side of the, of the Chinese theater, the rest of the park has kind of been, well, literally and geographically sidelined. Okay. Like, yes. Probably except for Star Tours, which is still really popular. Oh. Well, I was going to say Tower of Terror and Rocking Roller Coaster seem to be the ones that are picking up. I haven't seen much of Star Tours in Hollywood Studios as of late. I've seen where it is. And I guess I've seen people going in that direction, but I have not seen much of it. So what I have to say is underrated would have to be the Muppet area of Hollywood Studios. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. And the restaurant specifically that I chose was Pizza was Rizzo's Pizzeria. Sorry, I, I got tongue-tied there. We only Pizza ate... Rizzo. Yep. Yep. Pizza Rizzo. We only ate there once, but I have to say, if we go, when we go back to Hollywood Studios, if I'm not feeling up for the commissary, I want the pizza rezzo, please. Yeah. Yeah. That restaurant is amazing. It's spacious. It's like Pecos Bill. It's, it feels that size. Only it's bigger because it has another floor on top of it. I think it has like three. By the way, wow. a few podcasts back, we talked about it and we couldn't figure out what was there beforehand. And I figured out that it used to be Pizza Planet. Yeah. Oh. It was Pizza Planet from the Buzz Lightyear. From, from, from Buzz Toy Lightyear. Story. Yeah. So, so same sort of, obviously, same sort of. Um, 
food choices and whatnot, just rethemed for Muppets with Pizza Rizzo. Yep. So and anyway. So thank you for that. That's good. I've we've been wondering what that was about. But yes, I really like the Muppet area of Hollywood Studios, and it's not nearly as appreciated as it should be. It's kind of well. In a lot of the Muppet movies, it talks about how Muppets has kind of fallen from grace in a sense, and the movies are generally about the Muppets making a comeback and being awesome like they always are. Mm -hmm. And it kind of feels like the Muppet area of Hollywood Studios has done what it's done in the movies, which is sad, but also it's good that it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. Plus yeah. the line cue for the Muppet Vision 3D thing is amazing and I only just now realized all of the details, all of the goofy funny details that they put into that line cue. Like it took me let's see um 15 something years to finally look up at the posts that hold up the shaded area of the line queue and notice that all of the posts and the vents and the lights, they're all Muppets, but they're furniture in a sense. And it's just so funny and wacky, and none of them are the same. There are no yep. two identical ones. Yep. Cute. Uh-huh. Yep, you are absolutely right about that, Sophie. That was a good one. I yep. agree. So that's okay. my thing. So, down to my number one choice, right? Yes. Well, yeah. Yep. I'm going to confess right now that my number one choice is something that no one can see anymore. Oh. And it, and it falls in the category of... You don't really miss it until it's gone kind of thing. Um, I don't think that applies for our family, but I think it probably does for a lot of families. And I am... Oh, actually, let me... No, I'm going to keep going. I am referring to the houses that used to be at, um, at Mickey's Toontown Fair for Mickey and Minnie Mouse. In their uh, houses, yeah. and how you used to be able to go in and tour them, and you could push buttons, and it would, it would blow things up, and you'd see the oven, you'd see the cake rise and then fall, and then you could be able to push a button, you'd hear Daisy calling Minnie and talk about going shoe shopping, and and all the different <laughs> stuff, you know, and it was just so much. It was such, just little things, you know, and the good news is that. You can still see their houses in Disneyland in the original Mickey's Toontown. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but those are their Toontown houses. They're not their Toontown fair houses. So it's a little bit different, mm -hmm. but you can still go experience that. So, so it, they're not completely gone, but I'll tell you, I really miss not having Mickey's Toontown fair there. Yeah. And not having their houses. And I just wonder. Where they are. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. So, so they were that cute. they were cute. And, you know, we we did them. Obviously, we did those a lot when Sophie was younger. 
And now, yeah. if Sophie was twenty and Toontown Fair was still there, I'll bet you I we're might. not. We're not. We might go through them once every few years. Yeah, for but, the nostalgia, but but probably not. It's not an every trip kind of thing, you know. Mm-mm. But you know, we last saw them 2010. Um, I think was the last time, and it was with Stephanie, and it was the first time we took Stephanie with us to Disney, and um, and I think they were getting ready to close them down when we were there. Oh, it was darn. close. To, yeah. Maybe it maybe it wasn't 2010, but um, it it I remember. Yeah, I remember thinking when they closed Two Town Fair that. That the expansion of Fantasyland, there was no way it was going to be any good. <laughs> oh boy! And then they was I wrong? Like... Was I wrong? Yeah, I think I was wrong. <laughs> and then they made be our guest with the gray stuff, and it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, all that aside, I still miss Mickey and Minnie's houses at Mickey's Toontown Fair. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I think I have a picture with Nana on one of the couches. It's it's actually Mima, you and Mima. Oh. And yeah. And I need to go look at that picture with Nana then, because I know I have a picture with Nana. Well, you do have a picture of Nana. That's at her house in Port Richard. Oh. Yeah. Well, what do you know? Nana's house reminds me of Minnie Mouse's house. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's pretty good. Just goes to show how much I love them both. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's my number one choice. Brenda? Very good. Well, mine, again, is an attraction. And I don't feel like this is underrated for the Disney fan at all. But for people who are not Disney fans but are just visitors to Walt Disney World, I definitely feel like this is underrated. And that is the Carousel of Progress. Oh, yeah. yes. Absolutely. Carousel of Progress never has a line like it deserves, especially considering the nostalgia of it. And it's just a, it's so unique. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's nowhere else that has like the revolving theater and does like, you know, families changing from, you know, the, all those generations and what technology meant the, you know, in the new generation, how technology changed things. And it's, and of course, the song. You want to sing it, Sophie? <laughs> There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow is just a dream away. Man has a dream, and that's the start. He follows his dream with mind and heart. And when it becomes a reality, it's a dream come true for you and me. So there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow just a dream away. Yay! Awesome, Aww. Sophie. And we need a mic drop on that. I got a mic. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Please don't. We're wearing headphones here. I won't drop it. 
if, if you haven't been to the Carousel of Progress, the song alone is worth it because it's it is a great big beautiful tomorrow. You just gotta keep plugging along. But the Carousel of Progress is definitely a ride that that should be enjoyed. One yeah. of Walt's originals. Yeah, absolutely. One of That's... Walt Elias Disney's originals in his park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Worth a visit for sure. Yeah. So you're up. Well, mine is not nearly as good as yours, Miss Brenda. Or Daddy's. But this one this one I'm thinking about those couples that have children. It is very underrated. And it's just the resort shops and also most of Disney Springs. Like, when someone thinks of Disney, they think that it's a place to bring your kids. And if you think that, then you are wrong. I'm sorry, but it is also fun for adults. It's not mm -hmm. just a kid's place. And one of the things that is living proof that Disney is meant for everyone, not just for children, is Disney Springs and the resorts. The resorts mm -hmm. are amazing. And Disney Springs is just awesome to go to. I love Disney Springs and <clears throat> especially the Cooks of Dublin. The Cooks of Dublin is amazing. And that is certainly not underrated. It no. does get the attention it deserves, if only it had some more seating. <laughs> but it, it's still, it's, yeah. it's great, you know. And in fact, we were there last weekend, weren't we, Sophie? We were. So I'm hoping Miss Brenda will go and complete off the set by visiting Raglan Road. I oh, have I to go she... because I'm actually going for dessert on my birthday to Raglan Road. <gasps> yeah. I was not going to go there because I was trying to save some money. And my husband said, oh, no, uh -uh. you have to have bread pudding on your birthday. <laughs> He's like, girlfriend, I don't think so. <laughs> Good job, so Butch. We'll be Good there job. on June 3rd. I love the co-op <laughs> store. I just love the co-op store. I wish I had a gift certificate. I could go in there and buy a bunch of stuff. Yeah. There's just a lot about Disney Springs that is underrated. Nobody even thinks about it. And you know what? Pairing off of Disney Springs, Saratoga, Saratoga Springs is underrated. We have not stayed there at all. And it's on my bucket list because I've seen it. It's beautiful. And I want to stay there one of these days. Yeah. Well, it's on your bucket list. Yep. Good choice. Good choice. Yes. Now, if only the Ghirardelli Chocolate Factory was a little more underrated. You know what, Brenda? What? We went. <laughs> uh oh. We back it off of last week with the um with that ice cream. Yes, you had Ghirardelli. the Sunday we just reported. We, we went, did not. We did not. We went to go see about getting one uh -huh. and sharing it, and we. We, they have a QR code. You scan it, and it automatically puts you into the queue. We were there were two there were two hundred and sixty three people in front of us. No way! And it said it would be like hundred and twenty minutes before we would get served. I'm oh like one hundred and twenty two specifically. Yeah, to be exact. Oh I'm like, I'm goodness. sorry, we're not doing it. 
but it looks so good. And I'm, I swear, I'll bet it would have been really good. Mm, I bet it would have been good, but my gosh, what a wait. Yeah. So, alas. Oh, well, we went to go for several hours. Go ahead and get in the queue when you get there, do some shopping, and then pick up your snack and enjoy that. And, you know, if you've planned, like our listeners now can plan that it's going to take that long. So they can, they'll know to go ahead and get in the queue when they get there before they start their shopping. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a great tip, Mike. That's awesome. You go, Brenda. Oh, well. you offer up those tips and tricks. That's yeah. right. But to make things feel a little bit better about the Ghirardelli Chocolate Factory, we ended up going to Goofy's Candy Company, which yeah. had a zero-minute wait. And yeah. I got one of those blue macarons that Baby Yoda is oh, going to be extremely jealous of me for. They yeah. taste like Fruit Loops. And I've got to share a couple yeah. pictures. Oh, oh goodness. Great. Let me find it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's see here. I got to see it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do. Sophie? I don't know. R2 is helping you look. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, we missed out. I gotta find it. This is gonna bother me. Yeah. For now. Uh, what else did y'all oh, do? Disney go. Springs besides cooks and got it. I got it. Here it comes. I got two. So the first one is Sophie. So let me share that. And I look absolutely awful. You don't. You look good. I think I look awful. So there. Start sharing. Okay, where is? Yep, there's the macaron. She looks awesome. Yes, she does. And now, let me. Man, that's a pretty cookie. Oh yeah, and it's small, but it's good. So pretty. And then we also got one of Grogu to make him feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Oops, wrong one. Oh. Do 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 elevator music. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Oh, cute. You Grogu's like, hey, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, he, he wants he wants cute. the cookie. Yeah, I anyway. want those cookies now. <laughs> you know what? You guys can have your cookies. And All right, fine. I'll go make some macarons once we're done here. Yeah. No, I mean you can have them. I don't need them. So. Well, it, let me see. The I've recipe had I have so. does make about seventy, I think. Yeah. Well, we're gonna wait on that, Sophie. But anyway, back <laughs> to, back to discussion and feature topic. I have three listener responses oh, awesome. to what is underappreciated in their eyes. Um, Bambi says that the Enchanted Tiki Room is underappreciated. Totally. Yeah, totally underappreciated. Yes. My buddy Jorge said that the Hoop-dee-doo review and Trails End is underappreciated. He said especially Trails End. Trails End has delicious food. And it's because it's, it's, it's difficult to get to, you know. You have to 
really plan to, you know, leave Magic Kingdom, go by boat over there. But the food is awesome. I mean, it's really, really good. Yeah. And you know what else? Um, and I think they're kind of the same thing or side by side or something. But P&J's is really good, too, over at Fort mm. Wilderness. By yeah. that logic, the horse stable over at Fort Wilderness, I think... When we saw it, Mommy could just walk yeah. right over there and meet some yeah. of the horses, and nobody did. It That's underrated. Yeah. Yeah. And the Hoop to Do show is great. You can even do, like, the camp the camp out, roasting mm-hmm. the marshmallows and having the s'mores yeah. over there. I only like that kind of stuff in the wintertime because it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being outside in the heat. But, you know, that's a fun place over there if you plan, just plan to spend some time. Yeah. And then lastly, our friend Jenny Borsky said that the Carousel of Progress. She agreed yeah. with you, Brenda. She I agree with, with you, you, Jenny. Yep, for sure. <laughs> so anyway, those Thank were our right listener responses. Yeah, I love hearing yeah. when people put their input in because it just makes the show just come on in, you know. Um, and so that wraps up our feature topic for this week. And that takes us to Sophie and this day in Disney history from May 24th. So what do you got, Soph? All right. Well, a lot of the his, actually all of the history that I have for today is really rather recent. And I okay. could have chosen something else that would have correlated to last week, but I didn't want to just because. So in 2017, that is the most far back that today's history goes six years in the making pandora the world of avatar is dedicated in disney's animal kingdom at walt disney world nice yes the new land featuring rides a restaurant and immersive entertainment is based on john cameron's 2009 movie avatar attractions include the navi river journey and avatar flight of passage to make them feel as if they're flying on the back of a banshee. The flying creatures on the... Sorry, I got mixed up, but anyway. And it will officially open on Saturday, May 27th. Okay. And then the next two actually happen, happen on the exact same day. They happen in 2019, so they are very recent. May 24th, 2019, the original Disney Princess Castle, Sleeping Beauty's Pink and Blue Palace at Disneyland, unveils a new look on this day. The castle has been blocked off from visitors since January, as groups of maintenance crews had been working on giving it a spruce. The castle now features brighter, more vibrant pink walls and blue rooftops, plus some sparkling gold shingles that look like pixie dust. The crews also added some artistic tricks to make the castle seem bigger. A painting technique was used that involves painting the lower parts of the 70-foot-tall castle in darker and warmer hues of pink paint, gradually getting lighter and cooler as it goes up to the top in order to blend in with the atmosphere. This tricks the the eye into thinking the object in front of them is larger or taller than it actually is. Mm -hmm. And also on that, the live-action 
movie Aladdin is released in 3D at Dolby Cinema and IMAX by Walt Disney Studios Animation Pictures. It is the live adaptation of the 92 animated film by the same name. And personally, it is my favorite of the live actions. I love yeah. that one. Aaliyah does that too. One? That is her favorite. Yes, she loves it. She did her whole birthday party this year centered around it. And it was so cute. Oh, that's nice. awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. That yes. is. Aladdin has to be my favorite, followed by Cinderella. Okay. Oh my gosh, I love that one too. Mm-hmm. Magical. Yeah. Yeah. All, all right. right. So that's all your history for this week. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a good job, Sophie. That's a yep. lot of history. Great job. All right. So it's time for Stump the Soph. Here we go. Stump the Brenda too. Let's oh, try this. <laughs> Give me with your best shot. Ooh, go go for it, Pat. <laughs> All, right. All right. This character, I have three hints. And um the first one, this character is smart, fast. And capable. Hmm. Okay. The second hint is that this character is also pouting, jealous, and spiteful. All right. But lastly, this character is caring and protective. Towards someone else. <gasps> Brenda, do you know who it is? I think I do. Do you, Sophie? I could be wrong, you know, always. I think it's Thumper. No, it's not. Is Brenda? it Tinkerbell? It is Tinkerbell! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> nice job. Nice job, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's jealous of Wendy. I can see her now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was. Good job, Brenda. See, it's the cup, isn't it? It's the new cup. That's right. Very special family sent me this cup. Yeah, I wonder who. Mm-hmm. You know, someone to what on my screen is your right, your left, my right. She insisted we buy you something. Oh, you are so sweet. That is why I love you. Oh, anyway, I love you too. I have two bits of did you know. Did you know in 2010, Tinkerbell was honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Oh. I did not know that. Like no. the real one, not the one at Hollywood Studios. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's pretty cool, I think. Pretty cool. And Tinkerbell has become one of the main mascots for the Walt Disney Company and one of its most popular and iconic characters. She has her own spin-off movie series and appears in the opening credits of Disney movies. Yep. Which yeah. we knew that. Everyone knows that. Um, but yep. the first part is kind of cool. 
So yeah. But good job. I'm glad it very I, good, Miss Brenda. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So all right. Well, that takes us to Miss Brenda and her oh. Walt Disney quote. Oh. Well, the quote today is about Disneyland. It is we did it, Disneyland, and the knowledge that most of the people I talked to thought it would be a financial disaster closed and forgotten within the first year. Can you imagine? Closed and forgotten within the first year. No. Everybody was wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you mentioned earlier, Brenda, about how, um, how you think some people don't even realize that Walt Disney was a man, mm-hmm. they just know the the park. And I think part of it is because um, when you talk about Disney World, people have forgotten that it's Walt Disney World mm-hmm. and not Disney World. And right. that Roy insisted on changing the name from Disney World to Walt World when his brother died. That's right. And... Um, but people, you know, in this media age and, and you know, pixels and how much it costs to, to print and stuff like that, people just drop the Walt and just call it Disney World. And yeah. I think that might be why so many people don't realize that it's the yeah. legacy of the man. But, um, but anyway, yeah, it it's just blows the mind. And, and the fact that so many... They they had to, they had such a struggle to get funding they needed just to build Disneyland. Yeah, you know, yeah. but yeah. they but, stuck to it. I mean, goodness yeah. gracious, they persevered. Yeah, exactly. That comes back to yet again to the fifty year plan. You know, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, yep, great man, great legacy, never be yeah. forgotten on this show. That's for sure. That's right. Yep. So. Anyway, that wraps us up for this week. We have listener submissions of photos from oh, Shannon, yay. Shannon, Holly, and Heather. And I would love to see some more. So people, go ahead and post them in our Facebook group. Um, On the Road with Mickey group. Just search it out. Find it. Join us. Talk about Disney. We yeah. love talking Disney. And we have a lot of fun in the group, I think. so. Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing, Shannon, Holly, and Heather. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And next week, I have a couple that I want to run by you guys and see which one you want to do. Okay. So the first one is what are your top five shows? And it expands all the Disney parks that you want to talk about. So top five shows. The other one is what would be your dream Disney job? Ooh, I can see Sophie's wheels turning. (laughs) (laughs) And the last thing is, what are some of the nighttime things to see and do at Disney? Ooh, I like all of them. Points to my background. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. I like the nighttime idea for this one. What do you You think? You like the nighttime? I agree. Nighttime. Yeah, that's some great ideas We can give people things to do at night that are so special 
Okay. And besides, when it comes to the job, that one is very easy to answer. Just put me in the haunted mansion. I don't care what. <laughs> so that would be like a five-minute show, you're saying? Yes. Okay. Uh, we'll pump that one down a little bit. So next week, everyone, our feature topic is the nighttime things to see and do at Disney. Fun. Fun, exactly. I can't wait to hear what y'all come up with. And I'm going to take notes because I have no idea. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, I've got tons of ideas. I can help you, Daddy. Okay. <laughs> Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us. We love it that y'all are enjoying our podcast, and we love the fact that you watch us on YouTube as well. Just remember, hit that subscribe, hit the like, leave us comments everywhere that you want to. Leave us questions, give us topic ideas. Eventually, we're going to run out of ideas, so we need to know some topic ideas from all of you, okay? Yep. And we love talking to you. We will see you next week, and we will... See you on the road. Bye. 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 Bye.